Blog Talk Radio. Maybe those who catch us later on blog or uh, or on replay, good morning, each of you. We are uh, in this place. We're trying to maximize our potential, and particularly this week, we are doing this by Hey, Sister Monica, good morning, Lady Kellum, good morning. Yes, um, <laughs> Lady Kellum, that's a good question. It's going great, but which book are you talk about? I mean, I'm reading three, and I'm writing. I'm trying to finish writing one. Hey, Sister Sarah, good morning. Uh, Dr. Byron, good morning to you. I was going on James, going on man. Uh, Reverend J. Berry, which book? Which book? I'm gonna tell you about all of them. They are doing, They are all great. Hey, Sister Sarah, good morning. A total forgiveness. I ordered that, but I haven't gotten it yet. I ordered that via uh, Amazon, and it hasn't come in. So I'm waiting on that. Hey, Sister Portia and Yolanda, good morning. Good morning. Uh, total forgiveness is a book that was recommended a couple weeks, a couple days ago. So if you guys haven't gotten it yet, uh, I'm, as soon as I get it, I'm gonna jump into it uh, and uh, let you know how it is. Uh, Tim Williams, hey, hey, answer, how you doing? Artist, the artist girls, hey, good morning. Sound forty three, good morning. Listen, if you're with us for the first time, hey, Pastor Sarah, and happy belated birthday. I saw the post, but I didn't read it all the way through. Hey, Sabrina, good morning to you. Uh, <laughs> and Sarah moved to Florida for Amazon. Yes, yay, Amazon. Good morning, sunshine. Hey, Stacy, good morning. Good morning. Trying to get myself together. Um, just kind of finished up my Devo and jumped into this one a little late. Uh, good morning. We are uh, we are somebody who may be joining us for the first time. Sister Sophia, Pastor Sarah Knight. Uh, we are talking about hearing the voice of God, discerning the voice of God, right? How do you how do you hear? How do you know it's him? Right? How do you know it's him and not me? Jeremiah from Cape Town, South Africa. That, you know, there's a lot of chatter. There's a lot going on uh, because there's so many other voices, so much happening. We want to make sure that the voice we follow is God's voice. One of my, my wife's favorite scriptures out of Isaiah, and Isaiah says, you will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walking. Whether you go to left or right, you will hear this voice. So we want to make sure that as we kind of live life, we are following God's voice. Hey, Sarah, good morning. Good morning, Deacon Bellamy. Good morning to you. So as we do every morning, let's jump. No, we can't jump in yet. I need uh, hearts. Can we get hearts on Periscope real quick? See, double up the hearts. Double up the hearts. Thumb the hearts real quick. Let's see what we have. Blue, brown, turquoise. Minister Blunt, good morning. Good morning to you. And if you're on Facebook, you can just click like. That way I know you're with us and we can go forward. Hey, Pastor Cindy Blunt, yes. Uh, she is my classmate. I defended my doctoral thesis with her. And uh, she's out in Sedona, Arizona. Glad to have you up and with us. We're going on, Luce. Luce. So, so listen, we're talking about the same voice of God. And today, what I want to talk about, uh, I'm really kind of kind of push push you to is this idea of setting the atmosphere. Hey, Sister Boxer, setting the atmosphere. So let me be clear. Uh, God is omnipresent, which means he is with you wherever you go, no matter where you go, on in your car, on the bus, walking, riding, home, sanctuary, mall, stores, baseball, football, soccer game, God is with you. So let me let me clear the air first and say, I get that, and if you didn't know it, let me tell you that, yes. Yes. Hey, Cindy, she's in Pittsburgh. Glad glad you got with her. So look, because God is with us all the time, he can speak to you anytime. Let me let me be clear. He can speak to you anytime. He can speak to you all the time. As a matter of fact, you know, later in this devo we'll talk about it. There was this veil that covered uh that, that blocked 
people from getting to God except for the priest. When Jesus died, he tore the veil. He gives us full access. So wherever you are, whenever you are, God can get to you. No matter what time zone you are in, right, God can speak to you. However, you know, as we talked about, I think maybe four days back, there is this advantage in having a set place and a set time that you speak to God, right, that you speak to God. Uh, because the routine of speaking to God in the same place and the religion or uh, the, 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 the repetitive act of meeting him there is like an appointment, and so he can set up an agenda, and you never miss hearing his voice if you can just set that time, right? So, so that's part of this. Since that's true, what I really want to uh, suggest is that you set the atmosphere. Let me give you three quick stories. And then we get to the scripture. Actually, no, let me give you the scripture, and then I'll give you the three stories. Our scripture is First um, Kings 8, 10, and 11. First Kings 8, 10, and 11. And it says, so it came about, no, it didn't. First uh, Kings 8, 10, and 11. Sorry about that. Uh, Reverend Vine, I appreciate you being with us, man. It says, it happened that when the priest came from the holy place, here it is, the cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priest could not stand to minister because of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord filled the house of the Lord. This is one of those places where uh, where they had, they had done some things prior to verse 10 and 11 that had set the atmosphere. They went in to talk to God. But God showed up in such a powerful way that they couldn't say anything to him. They, they could just fall to his glory. They could just hear his voice. They, they, were, they had to bow down to him, right? And, and uh, there's a way you can, you, can, you can induce that. It doesn't guarantee that God is going to speak. No one can make God say anything. But there are some things we can do to set the atmosphere that is conducive for us hearing God and for God's volume to be turned up. So, so here it is. I had a, I had a couple of great roommates, great roommates in college. Uh, first, the first roommate I had was a guy named. Uh, he wasn't my first roommate, but a roommate I had that I'm talking about first. He was a guy named Martin Scarborough. Martin was a Renaissance man. He wasn't real tall, uh, but he was the best basketball player, excellent dancer. I mean, when Martin when Martin came in the room, party started. It didn't matter what was happening. Uh, he was a gamer. He was brilliant. Studied over in Africa at Timbo too. Uh, he uh, he he was he was a great guy. You get the picture, right? Uh, and uh, there'll be times I would come back, you know, from practice or uh, from class or from just from just being out on campus, and I come back in the room, and Martin had a whole room set up crazy. And I'm like, Martin, what are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? Martin had the room set up. He had candle in the room. He'd be burning some African incense. Uh, he would either have on some uh, Miles Davis. He loves the city, uh, kind of blue. Matter of fact, that became that kind of became like our room mantra: Miles Davis, kind of blue, jazz in the background. Uh, he sometimes have a, a soundtrack to rain playing. Like it was a it was a storm sound, rain in the room. Like, I disturbed him. Like, what are you doing? He's like, nah. Here's his response. He's like, man, I had a long day. I got a lot on my mind, but I need to study. So in order to study, I was putting all of this on so I could get my mind right. I'm like, Martin, what? What are you talking about? I didn't get it, you know. What? I didn't. Who? Who lights a candle? Plays, you know, has incense burning. Plays jazz music and storm and rain sounds to clear their mind. You know, Martin was Martin was ages past me at that moment because what Martin understood was that there there is there is a way that you can focus your mind and 
set the atmosphere for what you're trying to do, even if it's not where you are right now. So, so that was Martin. Martin, uh, Martin is my man. I'm going to tag him in the post today so, that he, so I can give him props for that because Martin helped me out. And so since then, I have Miles Davis kind of flu, right? And I have some days where I might just have to turn that on. Um, I, I have rain soundtracks, storm soundtracks, ocean soundtracks. Now, to be honest, I don't use them now as much as I used to, uh, but but those are ways I was able to set the atmosphere. So that was one with me. But I had this other roommate, um, you know, he, he passed not too long ago, uh, but he was also the co-founder of Crown Ministries, the college ministry um, that, 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 I, that I lost on the part of named Ade Walker, right? Now, Ade Walker set the atmosphere, too. So he's a roommate. I come again, back home from basketball practice, back home from class, and, and when I arrived into the room, you know, Ade's got a different setup because Ade is African-American, but I promise you he's got to be part Hebrew or Jew or something. He's an Old Testament scholar, uh, religious major, philosopher. So Ade has the room set up, and uh, he had the room set up like the like the, um, like the the meeting, like the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, you know, I walk in the room, I walk in the room with Ade. Uh, he's got an altar with some incense on it. He's got a little bowl sitting on the table. Uh, he's got a he got some he got a loaf of bread that he acts like is a show bread. He's got a shofar sitting on his desk, right? He's got Fred Hammond playing in the background. Fred Hammond was his band. That's why I lo- I started to love Fred Hammond, right? Notice notice another conversation that your friends influence your actions, right? So anyway, my dad's got the whole room. He's got the room set up like uh, like the Ark of the Covenant. I mean, he's got a he got a a window curtain in the room that he's walking in and out of. <laughs> like. I'm like, Ade, what are you doing? Uh, my picture is totally different from last year when I'm playing Miles Davis and African Incense and Rain Town. And, uh, you know, he's schooling me. He's like, look, man, this is like the Ark of the Covenant. Matter of fact, be quiet. I'm like, Ade, this is my room too. Half of this room belongs to me. Uh, he's like, man, I just, I just need some time, man. I really think God is trying to say something, but I can't hear him. I don't know what he's saying. And I, I really I really just needed to set this up. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not making this up. This is our day setting the room up. And so, you know, I honor it. And I start going into the room, and I'm getting ready to walk to this curtain because my bed is on the right half of this room on the other side of the curtain. He's like, wait, 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 wait. He's like, man, take your shoes off. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, man, I always go to my bed and put my shoes under that bed. What are you talking uh, here, here, Long story short, what our day was doing. It was helping me help you understand that there are moments you got to set the atmosphere. And with that Fred Hammond music playing, with all of these visuals for him, because he was so entrenched into the Jewish and Hebrewish and biblical culture, he believed that it would help cut out the background noise, cut out any distractions, and help him hear God clear. Uh, now, those are really, really, really serious extremes. I don't know you thinking he's either making this up or he's crazy if he think I'm going to do all of that to hear God's voice. Look. I'm not telling you what you have to do. I'm not telling you what you should do. All I'm saying is that there are some advantages to setting the atmosphere. Uh, There's a young lady we were with for for this last retreat I was telling you about last week. Her name uh, Prophetess Karen Portman. Her name is Karen Portman. Uh, She's a prophetess, and uh, she was kind of leading it. And one of the things she spoke about, you know, years ago in some other sessions, she says that she actually has worship music or soaking music playing 24 hours in her house. She sets it up, you know, in, in whatever. She either has CDs. At the time, she was talking about CDs and rotation. Uh, now she uses, uh, you know, some, some radio stations, Pandora, uh, Spotify. But even when she isn't in the house, she's got the music playing because she always wants to be sensitive enough to God's voice so that when she gets back home, God has been speaking. 
for, for her, for her, it cancels out any negative that could come in. And she said, you know, it's hard for her to watch some TV shows and watch some new, some movies with she's got that worship music playing in the background because the two may contradict each other. And so having the music going in that room literally changes even what she allows to entertain her. It's the setting of the atmosphere. And, and that, that, that is probably uh, what, what Saul needed. If you guys remember 1 Samuel 16, 1 Samuel 16, 23, uh, Saul hires David to come and play because the Bible says that Saul has these evil spirits. And what David did is David played music, and the music drove the evil spirits away. Now, that scripture doesn't talk about hearing God, but I do think it's probably easier to hear God when there aren't any negative spirits or negative negativity around us anyway. Listen, today's lesson, you got to set the atmosphere. So let me let me be clear. I would definitely not talk about Martin, my roommate, or Ade, my roommate, without talking about my new roommate, Reverend J. That is my boo, my wife. And, and strangely enough, you know, right right now, one one of the things um, that again helped me in my spiritual walk is uh, is seeing her devotional life. So one of the challenges we had when we first got married is we both had a devotional life separate, but we were trying to do them together. You know, we wanted to pray together and read together, but they were so different. And so uh, so the way she did her devotional was totally different from how I did my devotional, but it helped me understand a new way that the atmosphere for devotional life. And all I'm saying today, I want to tell you, I want to tell you to come up with a way to set the atmosphere. For some of you, for some of you, it's going to mean uh, playing music. For some of you, it's going to uh, it's going to be total silence. For some of you, uh, for some of you, it is going to be. Pesco, did I lose you guys? Um, for some of you, it is going to be um, you know certain songs. As a matter of fact, let let me be honest. Part of part of what inspired this morning's devotional is while I was doing my devotional, uh, my devotional was out of Mark 14, 23 through 24, uh, and in my devotional, my personal devotional today, it was uh, it was a part where Jesus was uh, giving communion to the disciples. Two things happened. One, I remember that before before Jesus gave communion, he had sent them ahead of him to get the room ready. Remember, he sent them in. He said, look, there's going to be a man carrying a jar of water. He's going to lead you to a guy that's got a donkey. Go there, and I want you to go into the upper room and set it up. Right Before before there was communion, God had them set the room, set the table, set the atmosphere. That was the first thing that inspired it. The second thing that inspired it is where I am here in Virginia is raining. And when I heard the rain while I was doing my devotional, I was immediately reminded of the rainy days that we had in Harrisonburg when my roommate Martin was like, hey, D, he said, D, we'll have to turn the music on today because God already turned on the soundtrack so that we could study, so that we could hear. Uh, and for those who are wondering, Martin is, Martin is, uh, Martin is a great guy. Uh, since then, he's had kids, married, uh, and I'm grateful for him, grateful for our day, grateful for my wife because what they helped me do is learn how to set the atmosphere for how God's going to speak. Today, I want you to think about how you can set the atmosphere. Uh, for some of you, just if you're in the church, that is why there's often a song before the preaching, because that song typically sets the atmosphere, or there's some worship or praise. It sets the atmosphere that then turns the volume up on God's voice. God, I thank you so much for today, and I pray, I pray today, God, that you really help us, you know, get, get to a place where we would know how you want us to set up the atmosphere. We know how you set up, uh, you know, the temple. We know what you asked us for then with the burning of incense, with 
the loving bread, with the bread, with with showbread, uh, with the veil, with offering. And, and God, I'm not sure how you want us to do it, but I pray that you touch every heart, that you help people here get focused. It's gonna take a little time. It's gonna seem a little extreme. It's gonna seem some. It's gonna seem a little out of sorts for many. But God, what we know is that uh, it, it takes it takes some work. It takes some effort, God, to really get to be all you want us to be. So I pray. I pray, God, that level of sacrifice and that level of dedication and commitment for people who really want to hear your voice, that they would do something intentional to set the atmosphere. And then, God, you speak. If they choose not to, God, I believe you're going to speak anyway. We're not going to bind you to speak in any particular way. But we want you to know that we are really serious about our need to hear your voice, receive your guidance, hear your instruction, get your correction. Do it, God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And listen. You guys have a great day today. Be blessed. And, uh, you know, tomorrow morning, go study out to the best of God's ability.